This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. I like it, the OJs. The OJs. Eric Lee Show, the Rev, Courtney Carson from Richard Community College in the house, as always. Producer yes, yes. Dominique Smith. It is hour two. We reach hour two and close up hour one, which is brought to you all uh, uh, all day, all day, just mm-hmm. today, by Dale Southwick Pharmacy and Coldy's Corner Drugs. We move into hour two, which is courtesy of Boreal Offices, Andy Borey, downtown Decatur. I should call him Andrew. I've never called him Andrew as a friend, but uh, that's more professional. Andrew Boy, mm-hmm. downtown Decatur, uh, specializing in things like uh, uh, bankruptcy and divorce and um, get your finances bankruptcy. It's, uh, a lot of these decisions are, are, are tough things to make the call on. Mm-hmm. But also you can, get, you can get a will updated. You can get a will done. If you don't have a will, make sure you get a will. Um, you don't, you don't want to have to call a lawyer for a lot of these things, but if you do need them, they're going to help you through the process of boreal offices. 422-2400. 422-2400. Uh, going to be a pleasure to be joined by our next guest as we start hour number two, back to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines. And we are joined by, uh, Dr. Janelle Norman. Dr. Eric, when you talk about Dr. Th- Eric, I like that. No. <laughs> when you, when you, when you, when you think about Individuals like Abby Kelly of the abolitionist movement and Elizabeth Stanton from the suffrage movement and the women's rights leaders and the Frederick Douglasses and the Susan B. Anthony's and the Harriet Tubman's. You got to include Dr. Janelle Norman's name in that list. Yeah. How, how do you how do you like being included on that list of legends, Dr. Norman? Wow, that's quite an honor. So glad you look at me like that. That's a real honor. I don't think anybody's ever told me that before. <laughs> you got to include Dr. Janelle Norman, the civil rights leader, the community leader, the uh, the 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 kind of statue of what it means to be an African American woman, or just a woman doing the work and helping people in the needs of others and lifting individuals up and putting people or standing in the gap for uh, individuals and pointing people in the right yeah. direction is Dr. Janelle Norman, man. Dr. Norman, the things happening um, in this country nowadays, the, the things that are happening to spark the outrage are, are obviously horrendous and disappointing, but do you feel inspired by some of the reaction? And, and, and I believe some of the reaction, we're still keeping it going. It, it hasn't just gone away and wait for the next one. Yes, I, you know, you can be very proud of how things have been handled. Yes, there have been some uh, disruptions, but people have pretty much remained pretty calm as we've done the uh, Black Lives Matter marches. Mm-hmm. And so we can be proud as a nation how they have overall been handled. I ask Courtney all the time, and I'm not going to say it's a perfect county, but I feel like we are – it does feel like we're all in this together around here. Like, mm-hmm. we, we don't – you know, I'm not – I'm not as afraid of of uh, brutality happening or issues because we've got a police chief and a and a sheriff who have have their their grasp around this. Do do we have it a little or a lot easier maybe than than some other communities? Absolutely, because we have a sheriff and a chief mm-hmm. who are actively involved in the community. You know, it's one thing to be in those positions and you have no relationships with people. Yeah, they have relationships with people in the community, so therefore. 
they know who to call and how to keep things calm. And they give their officers a lot of training that they need so that they will know how to deal with issues if they should arise. Uh, Courtney's been talking up. Um, we, we definitely want to make sure we talk about this this group of seven kids that, that you've got. Is this a program that you've had around for a while? Oh, the ones that got the scholarship? Yes. To? Yeah, you're, okay. yeah. Yeah, there were six of them. Oh, uh, sorry. What are we talking about? Which one? Yep, the six. The six. Okay, the six. Okay, so, yes, this program is called Juvenile Redeploy Illinois, and it it used to be called Community Access in this community. Uh, but it's been around for, for sure, over 13 years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Is it a select few, or is it kids qualify? I mean, how do you, how do you find the kids? Uh, they go through the court system. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is there a certain number of them that you, you try to find, or is it however many are, are eligible, then you, you try to help them all through? Well, the people that are over the program or who have received the grant okay. would be mental health board uh mental health board and so there is criteria that they must uh, have before they are actually uh can come into the program Mm -hmm. and when they come to the part that i do there are several service providers so when they come to where i am they have actually gone through what they call a phase three so that they are ready for it and the part that i do we're pretty much on the principles of restorative justice and we help them to understand the harm that they've done to themselves, to the family, and to the community, and if there is a victim, to the victim also, so that they not only learn about the harm that they've done, but then how do you repair that harm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, Doc, you've been dealing, you've been uh, working with, dealing with a young, misguided youth and, 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 and promising youth at the same time, but has there ever been a moment uh, where you've just felt extremely uh, pleased and your heart was you know, kind of, you had that butterfly kind of effect. Um, when, when, in that moment where uh, Howard just said, you know what, these kids graduated, I'm going to pay for, I'm going to pay for your college if you uh, can get through high school. Has there ever been moments like that in your life? Other moments there like that? Some, but this one was the greatest. I mean, Mr. Buffett came to our culminating activity for our summer program and we had over 45 people in a small space, unfortunately, because we originally had been told that 13 would be coming, but 45-plus mm-hmm. showed up. Mm. And part of what we have them to do is talk about all the different things that they have done over the summer in the cultural awareness program. And you could just there was just a different feeling in the room than what we normally do right. when we have culminating activities. And it was, listen, when Mr. Buffett, announced that i was standing near the door with my daughter and she Mm -hmm. said you are about to cry (laughs) amen it was that kind of moment i mean to give them an opportunity that they will never ever have in their lives again that was the moment i mean it's just it was like a well it was god sent like that is it moments like these or like that one that allow you to do this work because you've been doing this work for quite a long time. And I mean, you've been insp- in, uh, instrumental and inspirational in my own life. I mean, you, you taught me how to read. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You were my teacher before, right? Yeah. So is, are those the moments that keep you in this fight for a healthy education for everyone? Is that, and, and, and to, yeah. that keeps you in the fight in this community, keeps you in the fight for voters' rights. And, and is that, is that the, is that what 
moves you yeah, for the most part? It's those moments. It is that exactly those moments. In fact, out of Richmond Community College, we did a program called College Futures, mm-hmm. and what we did in that program was motivate minority students to enter higher education. And when we first made the announcement, it was like an explosion in this community went all the way up to Canada. How dare she talk mm-hmm. about motivating? They should be motivated themselves. But no, they were not because when we look at the statistics from each high school, there were about they only had records of maybe three to four minority students going on to college. Mm-hmm. Now we know that this town, you know, you can get a good job, or once upon a time you could get a really good job, and you could probably make as much money as some people who had gotten their higher education. Sure. But for these kids to be, some of them are really smart, some of them need a lot of help, but I'm proud to say that through the years we had over 85% of those kids who did go to college, mm. and some of them, many of them are still in this community. Amen. Yeah, and that's helping. Right. That's paying it forward a little bit. We, you know, I, I don't think any, you know, for the most part, no, no two roads are the same. No, no two paths are the same to get to where we are. But the majority of, of the problems that we might see with the youth is it is it is it guidance at home? Is that the first problem? I mean, mm-hmm. and, and is that is that your fight now? You know, getting involved younger and younger, you, you can you can get kids on the right track. You know, that that's that's the beginning. That is the beginning. There are a lot of influences. Yeah. For example, the home is just one influence, and we have the friends who are influenced. So it goes around in a circle in terms of if you're not in the right place with the right people, you will not get the right influence that you need. And that's mm. what we see happening in this community right now. You know, being a gangbanger is a big deal. That's what you want to be. You want to be a gangbanger. You want to be the head of a gang. But I think we need to start early on helping them to understand what they need to do to have a wholesome life and to have a successful life. And we can't start too young. We have to start as young as we can reach them, as young as they can understand what we're trying to teach them. Yeah. Um, Are we seeing home lives getting better, getting worse, statistically? I think think they're getting worse in Uh, some instances, and it's only because... Uh, families are suffering, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes to just being able to put food on the table. Yeah. When you have to go to work and yet you have to get somebody to watch your kids, and sometimes you have to go to work and you have to rely on your oldest child to do the watching of the children. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of other problems that are existing in the community that will help to create what we're seeing now with the shootings and all that stuff. And, you know, there are a lot of different reasons that I've been told why we even have the shooting, why kids are shooting. Everything from shooting over a woman to just doing it just to be doing it. Dr. Norman, how do you talk to, uh, you know, like, I'll just say the white community um, mm-hmm. who, who are very, you know, there's a, there's a, I think a very large chunk that are very supportive of, 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 of hating hate and, and wanting to end racism and the Black Lives Matter movement, how, however they want to define that they want to support it but they don't know how to help necessarily the right way. How, how do you tell people that, that might not know? They didn't grow up. They don't understand. They don't understand what's really happening here in the community in some mm-hmm. neighborhoods. They, they don't mm-hmm. know just how bad it is. They don't see what police see. They also want to support the police, which I think you do as well. You've already kind of stated that you support, you know, our, our law enforcement. So mm-hmm. how, how, how would you tell somebody that just really doesn't know what and how to do to – how can they help? Well, I think they can help by first trying to understand the different cultures that we have in this community. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, and understanding 
that people will respond to you in a different way. Once upon a time in this community, we used to have uh, race group discussions. You don't see too much of that going on now, but that's what needs to come back so that I can understand the white culture better and they can understand the black culture better. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that we have the right people talking to each other. Yeah, right, right. People who are willing to understand a different individual who lives way on the other side of town where you, you will have absolutely no contact with that person. And that's what I loved about Carolyn Wagner. Carolyn Wagner worked really hard and put up those signs, racism, not in our town. Now, some people misunderstood what that meant. What she meant was we need to come together and talk about it. Not that there's no racism in the town, and that's how people started interpreting that, but let's sit down and have those discussions so that we can better understand each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As time has gone on, you needed to probably explain, you know, the the signs, you know, we're going to, we're going to band together and fight that, you know, we Mm -hmm. want to, we don't want there to be racism in our town. It doesn't mean it's not going to exist because it's going to exist everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's hard to eliminate hate. Right. Hey, Dr. Well, Norp- it's because oh, you grow up with it. You, you, <laughs> right. Sometimes you just grow up with it in your home, where you are not to like a person just because the color of the skin. That, yeah, and that's unbelievable that that happens, and it still happens. Yeah, definitely. Dr. Norman, what advice would you give to progressive activists, especially in 2020, who are hungry to do something, but they're not sure uh, about what to do for the most part? What okay. Is- I would suggest that they try to have a connection with a pastor, mm-hmm. uh, African-American pastor, try to have a connection with some of these African-American groups. We've got sororities and fraternities in this town. We've got the NAACP. And one, one of the things that the Decatur Advantage one or two did that I thought was just brilliant, and that was uh, on one Saturday morning, they had people lined up at, in four corners of the community. And then at a certain time, there was a kickoff where we walked, to Central Park, and the idea was you were to talk to somebody who didn't look like you and try to form a relationship. And out of that, I did. I, I was able to get a real good relationship mm-hmm. with the person. So those type of community activities would be inspirational as well because you will not be in a non, uh, you'll be in a non-threatening environment. So I would say try to connect up, even at work, if you're working with an African-American Talk to that African-American. See what they know. What can they do to help you get that understanding of what it's like really to be black? That's mm. what we're talking about. What is, mm-hmm. it, what is it like in this community to be black? And I will admit there are a lot of people who are upset because they're of the racism and the discrimination and just how they're treated. friend was at the stop sign the other day. Window was down. What did, what did she get called? The N-word. Mm-hmm. For what reason? You don't even know her. Yeah. Yeah, just to, just to get reactions out of people, but there's nothing worse to call somebody. Right. You know, right. You know, you, right. you, you, right. there, there's, there's road rage. There's whatever reason mm-hmm. you, you yell anything at somebody. And then there's the, the line of, of a term that, that is the most just, you know, horrendous thing to call somebody. At, I think out of anything. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. Anything worse you can ever call a human being if you know the history of what what it is, and I think people just have such a I don't know if it's a need or a spot that they need to feel better about themselves, a selfishness mm-hmm. to hurt that person if you can, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and unfortunately if if you're if you're African American that's the word. I mean that's the thing, and, and that is the word. Mm-hmm. But but they'd call you know they'd find something for anybody 
you know, I think somebody that's just derived from hate. It's mm-hmm. it's uh it's terrifying that people come up that way. And he just you know, people preach it, Courtney preach it, love one another. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to make people believe it because they haven't been taught to love that way. Yeah. yeah, That's right. I can remember an incident even in the classroom, and I was having, I was, uh, having a conference with a student, and every time it looked like my hand was even getting near her, she would inch away. She would flinch, hmm. really uptight about it. And uh, in the end, I said, well, what's wrong? And she said, I just don't like the N-word. Mm, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so you know what I did? I actually got a white assistant to work with her. Mm. Because that's the type of anxiety that she was experiencing just being near somebody like me, being the color that I am. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how, and I've said this to a lot of people of color, I don't know how you deal with it. Man, I would have gone off the hinges a long time ago, but maybe that's that's an understanding of, of history that, but <laughs> and you, a privilege that I've had. Right. That you can't. You can't go off the hinges. You can't give up. You've got mm-hmm. to hope that that those that come after you have got a better life. Mm-hmm. I like the way I like her tactic in that moment and what she just described. Because I would have gave up no on matter that what. She still was able to bring out the best in that child. I would have kicked that desk over. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, like, your patience is unbelievable. I mean, and I don't even really understand what it's like to be called the worst possible thing on the planet. Uh, but it would just it just ticks me off to hear it that other people have to experience it. Uh, Dr. Norman, do you, do you, you know, I, I don't necessarily hear it promoted a lot, but do you promote people to join the NAACP regularly? I looked it up around, you know, a, a few months ago and was, and thought, I don't know, is that a good thing to, to promote, to, you know, get money into yes, the system? We're always looking for membership. That's, that's our goal, to build our membership, because the more soldiers we can put out on the field to do the work for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, we encourage people to, to, in fact, we have a membership drive usually. But we haven't had one this year yet. Mm-hmm. But, yes, we do membership drives so that we ask people to come and join. And of late, we've had people just join through our national office. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I did. That's what I did. Oh, I you just, did that I, okay. did? I did, I did. I, I didn't know what the next step was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, I mean, and I got, I've got some literature in the mail and stuff to, mm-hmm. to read up on. But it's like, but I, I guess I, I think you need to kind of reach out to I know there's like two or three, but I didn't know what was the right one, where, what you're affiliated with, like the local chapters. Yes, the local. You, you, if you, when you fill out the form, you put the the local organization, and what they will do is send oh, okay. the membership to the local. Gotcha. The membership card. Mm-hmm. So, how long ago did you join? Uh, it was when 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 did when did we hit the peak of of uh? Of, it was right around the time that we were having the marches in town. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I was like, just try oh. to find something to do. And right. I guess June, maybe. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Mayor June. Did you put down that you were a Decatur? I did, but I think I may have just randomly picked one. <laughs> or maybe, no, maybe I picked maybe I picked the Richland one because there was one that said Richland on it, right? Yeah, but they aren't active anymore. Okay, yeah, okay, then not. that's why I haven't heard anything else back. So, I think well, they should, they should. I tell you what, I will call in Monday and try to find out about your membership. How about that? Yeah, I appreciate. it. I have gotten stuff from the national office, but I just. Uh, didn't know what the next step was to do. So just, I, you know, that was just me trying to find something that a white community can do. You know, That's right. find That's ways to help us do some of this work. That'd be great. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And then uh, we bring Courtney on and we talk about race regularly. Because I, yeah. it, one thing I, that I learned even before the pandemic was that we just talk more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it make it less uncomfortable for people to worry about. You're not going to offend somebody if you're honestly trying to learn. 
Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. That's right. I can understand. You shouldn't be offended that you are asking questions or you have a need to know. Yeah. But uh, but make sure they're not tired of getting questions that day. Don't just be a question monster. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Norman, it's, uh, it's great to talk to you, and I, I think well, we can thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Reach out anytime to Courtney. You got something you want to promote? You know, no matter what's happening, I, you, you're involved in a lot of things, and they're all positive. So we want to help you promote Amen. all of them. Well, thank you so much. I will do that, Dr. Norman. I'll before you go, you know oh, I'll bug you. Hey, before you go, I got a question for you. This uh-huh. uh, this is a more funnier question. Is spaghetti a side or a main dish? Come on now. Well, it just depends. <laughs> For us, it's a main dish, especially if you put some meatballs in it, right? <laughs> we, <laughs> see, we do ask a guy. If you've always wanted to ask a white guy or ask a black guy, we do this back and forth. Right. But we found out in Italy, it is a side dish. It's a side dish. It's a side hmm. dish. Yeah. But, but I tell you what, the amount of spaghetti and dinner only dinners I've had... I came up in a White House. <laughs> you know what would have been great? Chicken hey, and hey, fish. We're going to have to help him. We're going to have to help We got to help him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help I'll him. take it. I, try, if you just look at me, you know I didn't need to eat anymore. But <laughs> you'd have thrown some chicken or fish down. I, we'd have gone to town. <laughs> Dr. Norma, Thank great talking. So <laughs> Thank you so Thank much, you. Doc. We'll do Good it again. If you missed yeah. our conversation, Dr. Janelle Norman, that'll be available at Naticator.com. Post on the Naticator Facebook page, Twitter, and all those goodies. And, uh, hey, just conversation. That's yeah. why you brought her on. Yeah, definitely, man. When you think about somebody who's been actively involved in bettering the lives of others, man, I can think of no other person than Dr. Janelle Norman. Yeah, and uh, salute yeah. to the Howard Buffett. Well, oh, this was really man. just Howard. You and know? Howard, yeah. Through his foundation, but he's yeah. there and just been like, I'll pay for college. Right, exactly. And that's just profound. Yeah. And if Dr. Norman hadn't had... That particular graduation, this kind of invite, extending yeah. the invite, saying, hey, won't you come to this? This wouldn't happen. This special moment wouldn't have happened to these young six kids. I kept on, for some reason, saying seven. But for these young six kids, man, it's just, you know, that's how. Seven's forever encrusted in your mind. Yes, seven is going <laughs> to always be in my if it's, if it's close to seven. <laughs> It'll always be seven, right? <laughs> but you'd remembered four, but is too close to seven. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> All right, we got to get a break. On the way to break, happy Friday. Here comes a three-day weather forecast. Take us into the weekend. How chilly, Rev? This is your WSOY three-day forecast. Today, showers and thunderstorm likely early high 68. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 35. Saturday, partly sunny with a high near 52. And on Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 52 with a chance of rain. Again, this is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson, stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. And please stay healthy, my friends. During the midst of this health care crisis, you can continue to count on the trusted staff at Dale's Southlake and Coley's Drug Stores continue to bring you fast, friendly, and reliable pharmacy services. We encourage customers to utilize our home delivery service, curbside delivery, or our drive through window. Don't forget to download our free Coley's Drugs app to submit refills for your medication anytime. Our friendly staff can help you pick out Fannie Mae candy, cards, puzzles, or other over-the-counter items. Call us today at 429-5165 for all your pharmacy needs. We're friends helping friends. Everybody plays. Everybody plays. Everybody plays. Play it again sports knows play. We sell and buy new and quality used sports and fitness equipment for less. And we pay on the spot. So everybody can play. Visit your locally owned Play It Again Sports. Located in Brentwood Village, Indicator. Or online at playitagainsports.com. Play It Again Sports. The official sponsor of all those who play. 
even considering buying a car battery from the same place you buy milk and eggs or one of those car parts stores? Buy your battery from the place that knows batteries, Rex Battery. I'm Laurie, and in about 15 minutes, we'll test your old one, install a new one, and clean up all the contacts, many times for less than you would pay someplace else. With 75,000 batteries on our shelves right now, I am sure we have one for your car. At Rex Battery, we are hyper super serious about one thing, batteries. You need a car battery today? We've got one for you right now. Rex Battery, giving Central Illinois an extra every day. Rex with a double X battery. Generations of power. I'm Corky Nicholson from Hickory Point Bank. Something you can count on from your friends at Hickory Point Bank. Our values are carved in stone. They're unchanging, unyielding. They're based on the golden rule. We were founded on the belief that we succeed when our customers succeed. And since that belief has served us well for decades, we're sticking to it. Put it this way, there's no us without you. And that's something you can count on. Hickory Point Bank, invested, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Scott Reeder. I'm running for Macon County State's Attorney. I have 20 years experience as a prosecutor and 15 years in the criminal justice system as a public defender. I strongly support the police and the work they do, and I believe our criminal justice system can work for all of us. Reducing crime involves community, family, education, and opportunity, and all of us working together. This is the approach I will bring to the office of the Macon County State's Attorney. Please vote for me, Scott Reeder, on November 3rd. Paid for by friends of Scott Reeder. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. John Mayer in your life. This is a good song. Waiting. Let's go. <laughs> I knew you could sing. Waiting. <laughs> yeah. Did he also do Your Body is a Wonderland? Is that also John Mayer? Yeah, but I'm not sure. Your Body is a Wonderland. Yeah, this is a good it's song. really hard to sing John Mayer. You can't sing a lot of that successfully. It's going to be bad. Yeah, that's a good song, though. Man, that's a great song. Good, good. After that conversation, that was the the perfect follow up. Then we keep song. on waiting. Guess <laughs> <laughs> we keep and we're still it waiting. It is changing slowly. Yeah, it's changing slowly. Yeah, yeah. You've, what? What you've, here? Here it's changing slow. It's, it, we're getting there. Do you think uh, in twenty years we'll see significant change, or are we just gonna be in the same battle? Yeah, I don't think that fight for freedom, it, it, you know, you don't inherit it. It's kind of like yeah. you got to continue to, to fight for it until people change their mind of the way they think. You know, yeah. it's, it don't flow through the bloodstream. You got to continue to fight for it. Or that's been we, the experience. We, we jokingly, but we're fighting the fight too. We're fighting the ignorance fight. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What we do is that's we're a part of the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Let's face it. If if somebody has hate for people of color, they're not listening to us. Oh. <laughs> if, it, if there's legitimate hate, they're not. Right. They're not 
You're not listening to it. Oh, and I don't definitely. Really want and you if to. you don't like white, then you're not listening to <laughs> yeah. us. But, but, but there is, you know, if, if we fight ignorance and then you help counteract ignorance and somebody mm-hmm. pays it forward by yeah. saying one thing. Hey, did you know? Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. People are just different. We can talk. Yeah. What's because some of the greatest of civil rights leaders agree with what we're doing. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, everybody that I've talked to about what we're doing, like, oh, this is great. I mean, Jonathan, when he was on the air, he yeah. said, he's like, what you and Courtney are doing is, like, that's that's the step in the right direction. Oh, good. Having a conversation and, and and partnering on things and just living life, man. I get commented mostly on your laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they love it. People love it. I'm glad. <laughs> Nick, you, you laugh more in a show than Nick laughed in a year with me. <laughs> He re- it was really hurting my self confidence. <laughs> hey, listen, I tried to today. I was on a Zoom call. I'm in a professional mode, right? Yeah. At work. Yeah. And I'm on a Zoom, and I tried to make a joke, and no one laughed. I was like, "Listen, I'm trying to be Eric Lee right now. How come ain't nobody laughing?" At me? Because you told the joke, and you're the only one that laughs at me. <laughs> No, everybody looked at me on the zoo. I'm on the zoom and you can tell people like, what was that? I'm like, hey, I go I'm home. Sorry. I go home and I think I'm Kevin Hart. Really? <laughs> and my wife doesn't laugh at nothing. <laughs> oh man. Boy, this is, funny. this is, uh, the best room temperature water I could ask for since it's Fiji right here. This water is, you can tell this pH balance is right around <laughs> 82.65 velociraptors. I'm still drinking this water, man. This is, it's not good. It just doesn't go down right. Did you, uh, really go out to Moequa and ride to Decatur last night? Assumption? Oh, it was Assumption. That's right. Even we further. got close to Assumption because of the timing. Yeah. And I was trying to get home before the dark. As you can see, the guy put a video of me rolling up all slow. Oh, I didn't we see went that. 18 point, we, 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 we averaged 18.4 miles per hour last night, man. Really? We were so you're just riding through booking, country roads out there? Riding through country roads, and then Could it got dark. Us? Kelsey Fields, oh, again. Okay. So Kelsey. Yeah. And, man, it got dark on us. And I was in all black. Right? That's smart planning. It. <laughs> <laughs> so even in the video, all you can see is my teeth while I was talking. <laughs> I said, Kelsey, we got to get home, man. I'm a dark-skinned black man in, a, in all black yeah. in this Foreign land. I didn't know where I was at. He did, but so I'm like, let's get home. And you're on a country road. On a country road. Now, this is where it might be comical to put yourself in a pickup truck <laughs> with um, some guy chewing some red man. And he's just driving <laughs> home to the fam after a long day in the field of farming. Mm-hmm. And he's got the dog, and he's listening to some terrible music that Dominique likes. Like <laughs> some guy singing with a baseball cap and ripped jeans on. <laughs> And then he just passes a guy in all black, <laughs> a dark black man in all black with a helmet on. With a helmet on. Like, what's that guy? Put yourself in that guy's shoes for two seconds and be like, <laughs> what the that? hell did I just see? <laughs> <laughs> I still live in Moli Aqua, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So we got dropped off, you know, and uh, we rolled we rolled back to Decatur and it was a good ride. So I was going to ask how what I never quite understood who drives out there. So you don't, I don't know if you went back to get your cars later. So somebody no. will drive you out with your yeah. bikes and drive drive us. I mean, it just really depends on the to, the particular ride. So this on that day that happened. Gotcha. But sometimes we just take off from home and then 
take a whole tour of Decatur and come back or, you know, the outskirts of Decatur, whatever yeah. the situation may be. Um, I'm really liking this thing, man. Hmm. Yeah, I'm really liking it. You know, I think I, tomorrow morning we're going to ride from Springfield. I liked my night, too. I uh, had a couple vodkas and uh, <laughs> talked football. <laughs> Went to Burger King and came back to work. It was a real... Hey, I, we did eat KC barbecue last, last night? night. Oh my gosh, yes. What'd you go with? What oh the um the three meats. Oh yeah. Ribs, ribs, chicken, and pulled uh We gotta get the party nachos now. We gotta get yeah, an order of that just for a show. Party nachos, All yeah. the meat fifteen bucks or something he said, but mm-hmm. uh, you know that's enormous. Yeah. Yep. With all the meats on it? Oh my gosh. And I still need yeah. a, a burnt in sandwich. I think we gotta do that tomorrow. It was pretty good. I was so tired from that ride, I was I got hungry, man. College football tomorrow. College football. You could do it tonight watching Illinois. Illinois game kickoff in uh, two hours and 18 minutes. You want to do it? Maybe not tonight. <laughs> I'm going to be here a while. I'm going to be here. I think oh, okay. I'm here later than they'll be open. Oh, okay. I'm just getting my gotcha. weekend knocked gotcha. out. So. But uh, yeah. tomorrow, yeah. What do you yeah. got? You got big plans tomorrow? Uh, Just the ride from Springfield. You're going to ride a bike from Springfield to Decatur yeah. on purpose? <laughs> not like my car won't work and nobody's available and I have got to get home because my wife's having a baby. That, like that, that's the closest thing that I'd be like, I gotta ride my, after, I, I would still Uber. After he sold the bike to me, he's like, you wanna ride with us to, to Springfield? I'm like, no. The city? No. Like somebody Springfield's house? He's like, I just told you I haven't gone on a bike in seven years and you want me to ride with you to Springfield? You gotta no. teach people. and Tisa Springfield's house, maybe. <laughs> I don't know where they live, but that's got to be closer than Springfield. May, they might have moved out of Illinois. Yeah. I don't know. You know Brandon Springfield probably. Almost definitely. Yeah. His wife and my wife. We're not going to his house. He's in Texas. Friends. Right. Yeah. Big crazy friends, man. Jamie was a killer. Killer. She was. Uh, hurdler. Oh, really? Oh, she was tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sprinter and hurdler. Yeah. And so we're going to hopefully ride I don't know where with Blair uh, is. my friend Mike Feline tomorrow. We, we got to have Mike on the show. He has this phenomenal program over at Springfield, man, called The Outlet. Okay. It's just magnificent, magnificent mentoring program. Yep. Good deal. Yeah, man. So you got to get out there with us. Nope. When can I take you around? The, just one block. One one block. A one block bike ride. A one yeah. block bike. Yeah, ride. that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna let me go one block. <laughs> a one <laughs> block. He said nope. <laughs> one block ride. I, I, I'll get. I gotta get to the dang chiropractor. I'll turn. I, I need to do this next week. Okay. My life will be a lot happier, so I understand if I get For sure, definitely. Now, you know after you leave that chiropractor, you're going to have to drink some water, a lot more water than you drink from this. You've drank, like, less than a cup, man. I also drank a can of Coke. That's not, it's not like a, I'm not a big sit around and drink person. (laughs) (laughs) Non-booze. I was going to say. Right. You know what helped? You know what helped? Yeah, if you you added a little whiskey to that. Got to drink more than Dom's that. coming in drunk. We might as well all do it. <laughs> Why are you drinking on a Friday afternoon? What is going on at your house? That Dom, you're that are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? Was it the I bike? Mean, what did you get up and you were like, I need a beer for this, Mom? <laughs> you know, she's dread coming into the, the studio, man. Are you dread coming into no, the studio? I've just been doing that lately. I've been... An afternoon beer? I've just been mixing some, some Coke with some beer lately, and I've, that's been my new favorite drink. That Coca-Cola, is, though. That is a tough statement. <laughs> right. You're, You're talking about Coca-Cola specify. classic. Because <laughs> they're going to be like, whoa, she's really gone on the beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> she's just naturally just. What do you mean oh. you've been mixing it? 
I mixed it one day. And I like As a taste. one drink? Yeah. Coca-Cola and beer? Yes. Yeah, that's fantastic. different. I've never heard oh, that. Yeah. It was fantastic. There's no way that's fantastic. Any of all my years in college, I've never even, because, you know, that's like the time you go crazy. Don't mix anything with beer. Beer. Coca-Cola uh, you and know, beer. I love the taste of beer, and so I just, and I love Clearly the taste Clearly you don't. Of, I don't think you like the taste of anything. Dom, come here. I'm about to pray for you. <laughs> You think you, you can't taste the difference in waters, but your taste buds are cool with Coca Cola and beer going down at the same time. It's delicious. I'll have to get you some sometime. No, no way. Coca Cola and what kind of beer is probably Bud Light? It's uh, Corona. Corona? Oh well, I would call that beer. So that could be a little different. That's kind of beer. It's kind of. I don't know. Is it? I, well, I think it's considered a beer. Yeah, but people do. It's put, definitely different than Bud Light. People is it? Yeah, that's actually a thing. Corona and beer. There, there, I can't remember the. They give you a beer and they put a Corona in it, and hmm? it's it's a I think it's it's kind of called a is that a beer margarita? There's I can't remember what it means. That's not as crazy. So I guess I am normal. No no no, I'm thinking of beer and Corona being mixed, not Coca Cola. I got to get my brain around how crazy this is. But so it's not normal. No, there's no way that's normal. I don't know Coca Cola and that Corona. That's not normal. It's delicious. What's even weirder about it is you're doing it in the middle of the afternoon before work. <laughs> Did you ride the bike to work? <laughs> we had a four-hour window. I, it's 11.30 a.m. I have a four-hour I had my Coca-Cola. <laughs> I had my Coca-Cola today. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. You're my best friend. <laughs> I love you guys. You're my best friend. Right. You love me. I love you. Guys. I love you. Hey, why 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 do people get you drunk and start talking like that though? I love you, man. You know, you know I definitely don't. You know who's the most lovable drunk I, that I that I think I know? Suave from Hot 105. For real? He is he has a couple drinks. like he'll we'll, we'll do our Christmas party mm-hmm. and he always gets a room in town, you know, mm-hmm. so he does it safely. And uh he's like, "Man, we need to hang out more. Man, I love you guys." <laughs> You're the most lovable director. It's just so much better than a, like I'm a loud. I get way louder now. Uh-huh. But I'm a pretty, I'm pretty lovable too. Yeah. I'll, I'll say like heartfelt things to people mm-hmm. when I'm hammered or text them. You yeah. know, especially all my friends have moved away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it's like if I ever think about them, you know, and I'm hammered, I might be like, I right, we need to hang out some more. <laughs> and then the next day they're like, guess you were out pretty late, huh? Right. <laughs> I don't have kids. <laughs> Oh, people, that, people that get mad, like I think some people get mad when they're drinking. I think it depends on what they're drinking. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a mad drunk, stop drinking that. Start drinking something else. Right, right, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. I can't ever. I can't really even remember the last time I've ever gotten bent. We call it bent in my culture. We call it bent. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a culture thing. <laughs> it's not a culture. I, thing. In fact, I would think that would be more white than black. Really bent? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We uh. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I got bent. It's just been so long. I have it's not on my taste buds anymore. You know, uh, but sure. this, but this water is. Yeah, though. no, I could tell because when I came over, the alcohol preferences that you offered me were a the weakest bar I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 we get over there and Courtney's like, "Hey, we got some orange vodka <laughs> and like a like a 1965 bottle of Hennessy or something." <laughs> It's like, you don't drink much, do you? You're like, yeah, we forgot to get beer. I figured you guys would want beer. <laughs> like, you should see my liquor. I don't even I don't even drink at home. We have so much liquor. Really? It's ridiculous. Really? Mostly because, um, what's the place? One, because Kroger closed mm-hmm. over on the west side. Oh, okay. And so I raided their cabinet. 
for those 60% off bottles of, mm. of scotches and bourbons. And then number two was because, can't get Costco on it, CV, CVS maybe, they stopped selling liquor. The place that used to be Jewel Osco way back in the day on Pershing Road, but they stopped selling booze. Mm. And I went in there one day and got a bunch of bottles of mm-hmm. some different, like, uh, like different kind of casket beams and, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't drink at home. Mm. I very rarely have a drink at home. Right. So is Budweiser like the strongest beer? It's called the diesel. Of the, oh, it is? Yeah, I mean, that's what white people call it. You know, oh. If you're going to go, if you think of them as gasolines, that's the diesel. Bud Light's the unleaded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was a kid. The strongest, though, I mean, you're talking strongest. You're talking about alcohol levels. The strongest beers are down here at Brewworks. They have oh, like really? 9%. And, oh, okay. You know, the darker, the more... The more motor oil looking the beer is, the mm-hmm. the less you can drink without getting bent. Oh, I didn't yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I remember when I was coming home from school and college, and I went to drink with my uh, my uncle Goldie. Yeah, and I brought some Bud Light. Man, he kicked me out the house. Yeah. But <laughs> he said, "Get out of here with that." <laughs> I love our friends at Skeff, but Bud Light is is awful. Really? Yeah. Mm. So, to me, because I yeah. was tired of I drank too much of it when I was younger, probably because mm-hmm. that's the only thing you really had available. Yeah. But I like Bud Select. I even will drink 55. It's very watery. It's 55 Is that a Bud calories. Light too? I mean, a Bud It's white, Bud, Budweiser. Bud, Budweiser. Yeah. But I mean, it's super watery. I'm mm. not a huge beer guy. Oh, okay. I'll drink a couple beers and then I'll need to have some vodka in my life or, <laughs> or some scotch or. Yeah. I'm not real picky. I can't drink Tangeray anymore. I did that for a decade. And, uh, for real? I can't touch it anymore. You got to be kidding me. I can't touch it. I gin it a whole. I just, oh, I just overdid it on the gin. See, that's how I know you got a, you had a lot of black friends. Cause like. <laughs> <laughs> that was a black friend that got me turned on to. To Tangeray, right. Rangpur actually was like a, a, an advanced, like a, a nicer version of Tangeray. We drank a lot of Rangpur actually, mm, but okay. most people have never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Gin and Sprite, man. There were a lot of jumping cat tonight's. <laughs> on the dance floor. Especially, I mentioned Kayla Jump earlier. He was a bartender. <laughs> right. Only, and he was a super cool, smooth bartender, too. Man. Once they got them solo cups in, only needed one. Only needed one. Only needed one. <clears throat> BT would drink two. Somebody had to carry BT in. <laughs> <laughs> 52 and County, we got to get a break. Coming down to the end of the show, one last peek at a three-day weather forecast. What is happening on the outsides this weekend, uh, Dom was on the other side of the room. There we go. Three-day weather forecast, the Rev. Courtney this Carson. is your WSOY three-day forecast. Today, showers and thunderstorms are likely and an early high of 68. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 35. Saturday, partly sunny with a high near 52. And on Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 52 with a chance of rain. Again, this is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson, stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and try to stay healthy, my friends. At Toyota, today's the day to score a great deal. That means today's the day to take a ride in your thrilling new Camry. Today's the day to scale new heights in your powerful new RAV4 hybrid. Today might even be the day to go as far as the road will take you with the epic range of your new Highlander hybrid. Today's the perfect day to tackle a new outdoor project in your tough new Tundra. Today's the day to get $2,000 customer cash on a new 2020 Camry. Head into your local Toyota dealer today or visit toyota.com for more details. Event ends November 2nd. Toyota, let's go places. 
cashback from Toyota Motor Sales USA Inc. must be applied to the transaction. No cash payment will be made to consumer. Offer excludes hybrid model. Does not include taxes, license, title, registration fees, and dealer fees. Does not include college grad or military rebate. Offers vary by region. See dealer for details. Offer ends 11 as our community moves forward, just say the word. We are here. First Mid is here to help area businesses navigate through difficult financial times, offering services for deposits, loans, and insurance. Refreshment Services Pepsi is helping keep your favorite beverages in our restaurants and on store shelves. The team at Decatur Blue supports business needs through visual communication projects, such as flyers, signage, and more. We will rise better, stronger together. Message brought to you by the Decatur Regional Chamber of Commerce. Boo at the Zoo, presented by Xfinity, is back. This family-favorite tradition at Decatur Scoville Zoo will look a bit different due to COVID-19 requirements. No more waiting in that long line. The zoo is requiring reservations to help ensure a safe and healthy environment for all. Guests can go online to scovillezoo.com to make a reservation. The cost is $5.50 when collecting treats, $4.50 if you're not collecting treats, and kids under two are free if not collecting treats. Visit scovillezoo.com to reserve your spot at this year's Boo at the Zoo. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Inspirational music. Is this from Ghostbusters? This is a. Yeah, yeah this was in Ghostbusters too. Because Bill Murray would sing it. Right. <laughs> Time for the Good Neighbor giveaway. And we are maxed at Allie's office, right? We gave away 20. Now, if you win, you got to report to Mike Mandrell's office. And uh, now, don't be mixing up. If you want at Allie's office, you've got to go get yours from Allie's office. We've turned your names into Allie Doolin. She's in Forsyth behind McDonald's. From now on, our next 20 winners need to go to Mike Mandrell's office. Mike Mandrell and Rob Lippick are uh, they're, they're kind of split, but they're in the same building, just one on each side. Uh, they're um, Almost across from, uh, well, diagonal from what used to be Kmart and Burger King, but is now uh, U-Haul and closed Burger King. So it's on Pershing Road. Uh, on the same side of the road as like KFC and Steak and Shake, and you just got to get yourself over there and go into Mike's office. And again, if you win, they're not, he's not in there just pitching you insurance before. He's just going to say, here's uh, the gift cards we have. Take your choice. If you got questions about insurance, great. This is a good neighbor giveaway. The phone number is 875-1340, 875-1340. Did we give away yesterday? We give away one or two today. We'll go ahead and do two today, I think, because okay. we did give one yesterday. We, okay, so first two you're going to win on this uh, lucky Friday. Uh, so keep calling. Dom's going to have to get the information of one winner, and then she's going to uh, take the call of a second winner. So phone lines are open, 875-1340. Uh, if you win, you need to go pick it up starting, I'd say, Monday from Mike Mandrell's office, State Farm Agent, the Good Neighbor Giveaway, uh, and fire away, 875-1340. What's up? You're, you're doing a bike ride from Springfield this weekend? Yep. We're going to have a very political week next week. It's the last full week before the mm-hmm. election. We've got 10 days before Election yep, Day. Yep, yep. So, And also tomorrow morning there's a uh, a, a function going on, a, soul to, a stroll to your, the polls function at, in Central Park oh, okay. at 10 o'clock. Yeah, so it should be nice. You'll be at that? Yeah. Yep. Um, that's cool. Next week 
Uh, <laughs> I'm just kind of taking a peek. We know for sure we're going to have uh, U.S. Representative Rodney Davis on on Friday. We're going to have uh, United States Senator Dick Durbin on on Thursday. Mm-hmm. We are Miranda Mar- Rothrock with her uh, monthly conversation as well next Thursday. Um, but uh, we've got a lot of openings that we haven't filled yet because I intend to start reaching out yep. to uh, some of our local politicians. Yeah, uh, Scott Reeder against, I believe it's Tammy Wagner. We haven't mm-hmm. had Tammy on because she ran unopposed in the primary. Um, and then uh, maybe the representative, uh, uh, I can't remember the district, but Shearer mm-hmm. McGorry. McGorry, Sheer so McGorry. If you if you guys are listening, uh, mm-hmm. reach out to me because I want to have you. I'm, I'm inviting you all on the show next yep. week, and and we'll just talk about it, the hows and what's and whys of uh, of running for for these and definitely getting closer and closer to election day. And it doesn't have to be next week; it could also bleed over to the following Monday, uh, or even election day. So we want to come on election day. That's pretty late in the day, so I'd, I'd be surprised if anybody wants to choose the election day. Mm-hmm. It would be just the last push to the polls, I guess, but. We uh, we welcome them all on. I I don't know if we can reach out to the other uh, senator. We we have a spot on the show if they reach out to us because that's the, the law. But I don't know how to reach out to the other candidates for for United States senator against uh, Dick Durbin. But uh, we will have Dick Durbin on next week. Yeah. So I'm excited for that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, how long has he been a senator? Man, I do not know. But I was feels just like my whole life, doesn't it? For yeah. a long time. He's seen some things, man. He's seen some things. Yeah, he's seen some things. All right. I'm gonna, my goal. Uh, I'm going to watch football this weekend and finish Yellowstone. Okay. And I'll drink at least three bottles of water. This weekend? Yeah. Okay. The I whole have, weekend. Listen, I'm bringing bottles of water to your house every day, man. Mm. <laughs> we do have some water right now. I saw it was in a fridge today. Okay. And that was my last Coke, so. That was your last Coke? Yeah, it was the last one of the uh, of the of the 12-pack. So. I, I, I challenge you to not drink a Coke this weekend. Well, there's not any in the house, so it's not much good, of a challenge. Good, good. Great. But if we got to eat on <laughs> You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.